Hi everyone and welcome back to Discerning Consciousness. I'm your host Ant and today I'm delighted to be joined by Marie Fleming Grant. Thank you so much Marie for joining us um, today during these uh, rather crazy clown world Covid times. So I wonder if yeah if you could just um, introduce yourself a little bit to the audience. And yeah, sure thank you. That's yeah. all right. Thanks for having me. So yeah, it was great to connect with you on Facebook. So I, yeah. um, so I'll just whiz through, not, not a long story. So I used to be years back, I was a lawyer. So I initially, what I'm doing now is completely opposite to where I started. So I've always had an interest in the world of fighting on behalf of people, the underdog and so forth. I used to do child protection. So I always had that passion. Yeah. So through my own journey, I ended up doing the kind of typical burning myself out to the point of severe illness. And that's what sort of took me out of what I now sort of see is taking me out of that whole 3D, nine to five kind of treadmill autopilot living. And that's yeah. the first time I kind of unplugged from it, not by choice, because <laughs> I was forced yeah. to. And um, through that with my illness, and that's when I went in sort of inwards and had a huge inner transformation in pretty much every area of life and yeah. that's what led me to train in the areas that I had lived and breathed and really believed in so I started to train um kind of left the legal world behind um yeah surprisingly and I and I started training sort of coaching therapy lots of different modalities lots of healing modalities things that I was really passionate about and then that just you know when you follow your passions one step leads to another and yeah. then it led me to creating my online business so I've been sort of doing therapy coaching mentoring for a few years now um, it's evolved and the funny thing was I changed my business name a few times as different things changed and it was only March it was right beginning of March 2020 yeah. when suddenly that's when sort of something hit me and I just changed my direction a little bit and I just started being aware of oh the awake revolution mm. there's a revolution happening this is all before yeah. all of the kind of anything hit you know sure the UK and all stuff and I just I just went with it I changed the business name so I named it the awake revolution because it matched what I was doing with people anyway sure. in terms of revolutionizing how they think feel create live the yeah. whole lot so it's just funny how the timing of that and then obviously with all the things that happened in 2020 I realized oh it really fits in with what's happening not only individually but globally yeah, and sure. in terms of our consciousness, that there's a huge revolution, which, you know, of course, we're going to get into today. Yeah. Um, and what you're all about mm. is this whole evolution of consciousness, you know, real unplugging from these old systems mm. and revolutionizing everything, everything about how we live, which is very mm. unsettling and not an yeah. easy process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? it, yeah, it's very true. Thank you for that. That's very yeah. good. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it, it can be very overwhelming. So if we turn to a subject today, um, really, which which is affecting everyone, and it's this, this feeling that there is um, a war on consciousness, or it, one might even say in a conspiratorial way, it feels like there's um, a war on all of humanity, because it's a phrase that a lot of politicians and these globalist mouthpiece uh, puppets use is that uh, we're at war with a hidden enemy. Now, of course, uh, the press would think, well, the mainstream media would say, well, that's the virus. But I think that's actually us. That's, that's what I mean by a, a war on consciousness. Um, what's your take on that? Definitely. I think that's 100 percent. I think this this goes back to thousands of years ago, yeah. as far as I, I feel. Um, and it is it's this sort of it's it's every structure that we have has been designed to keep us down. 
And I think this is what people are, are discovering more where we're having this awakening happening. So we're kind of going through this process, realizing that, hang on, everything that was built was to go against us, even things like music the frequencies in our music yeah. the move the programming yeah, yeah. you know I've, I've had my mind blown over the last year with all the things I've discovered mm. even when you think you know certain things there are more pieces so yeah this kind yeah. of you know this this hidden enemy yeah I, I believe that what you're saying is you know we are the sort of <laughs> kind of the thing that they're trying to deal with Mm. and control as if we are some sort of disease ourselves yeah and that's interestingly that's the consciousness that's trying to they are trying to bring in as if you know mm. we are diseased we're walking around with things to protect ourselves from other people mm. and creating this division and this fear and this consciousness if we allowed it yeah you know, it's like, like, I, I fully believe that yeah it's like they portray us as this dangerous bag of germs or a biohazard so I always think it's kind of appropriate when you see the yellow stickers and tape on the floor because it is it is almost like that's how they want to characterize us so that's why we're so afraid of one another and just start on the point you were making about uh, consciousness it always puts in mind uh, something I heard years ago David Icke saying one of his video presentations he equated human consciousness to a ball that's being held at the bottom of like a, a tank I think like a fish tank and obviously that's what um, the powers that be attempting to hold consciousness down but you imagine the power of that once it's released and it gets buoyant and it flows to the top and that's almost what I think that they're scared of uh, the globalists or whatever power structures you uh, however you want to label them because they know once we free ourselves from that control well there's no saying how the world will transform Exactly. And I think what's been hitting me constantly over the last few months is like we could end it. And we hear, you know, I've heard people say this as well. We could end this next Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, tomorrow. You know, we could <laughs> yeah. end this today. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just about unity. I say just because we don't mm. understand that yet collectively, but it is mm. it's that powerful. And when and I believe this is where we're going to go. But mm. when we unite and we've seen evidence of this around the mm. world, as soon as you get people uniting, Mm. the systems fall away because there are so many more of us and we don't have to do it with a fight and this mm. is the other thing it's like the way that maybe we're doing some people are approaching this is as if it's world war one world war two yeah we've had those yeah. this is as we've said a war on consciousness the way that we handle this mm. and move through it is so different it's not dropping mm. bombs and going to fight and no, it's no. a different it's an it's it's an individual thing for mm. each of us so we've each got this responsibility um which is a hard concept and i think that's why we're it's taking such a long time because we each have to remember it's like a remembering of we've got the power inside of us if we all unite but we each focus every day on how we're thinking how we're feeling how we're behaving what we're choosing job done <laughs> so it's simple it's just not necessarily easy yeah and just to um this idea of what we can do to survive during this war yeah. and I like your idea of the fact that it's not about guns and bullets and I see the whole Covid agenda as a culmination perhaps like you and perhaps like a lot of the audience of many different agendas that have been in flow now predominantly since the second world war so things like the whole fake green agenda climate change the whole deliberately provoking um division between men and women the the kind of mischaracterization of men and women and all these different things 
political correctness. I mean, we could go on all these different examples. I see COVID as almost like the coalescing of all of that, or it's like the final play. Um, you know, if you think of poker, it's it's like laying the cards down. It's like, well, this is the final thing that brings it all together. That's how I see it. And that's why I think this is where we can come into our empowerment, because this is effectively like their last throw of the dice. They don't have they don't have many, you know, tricks left or bullets left, I don't think. Yeah. So that's why I agree that with what you're saying, there is a lot of hope. And I think it's because a lot of uh, I know some people are looking at this and this is where they're going into fear and depression yeah. is that, oh, my God, the world is getting worse. Look at the state we're in. It's awful. But actually, when you look at it, I think it's just a this is just the end result of all the things that have been playing out for thousands of years. We mm. just didn't see it. And what it's doing is it's coming up to the surface, to the consciousness. Mm. Now we're seeing it. It's not pleasant. It's not great. No, no it's, it's not. A sign. It's, it's not. horrible. But yeah. it's, it's a horrible analogy. I always use this one of this is a kind of vomiting. It it's is. like yeah, yeah. it's like a it's coming up and out. It's not pleasant. It doesn't feel yeah. good. It's painful. But once yeah. it's up and out, yeah, oh, better. And yeah, I and absolutely. I kind of asked myself a few times if I woke up tomorrow and suddenly went back to February 2020 and we could just carry on as normal, would you want to? And I, I no, thought, exactly. how would that be? Mm. You know, so this is good. Where we are is good. It's uncomfortable. It's unpleasant sometimes, but it's good because what it's mm. going to do, it's going to break us free. And move us forwards and that's that's the plan really exactly that's what we're doing. exactly so i wonder if we could um just focus upon four main points mm. uh how uh, the audience and ourselves of course might co cope during these um during this period of tremendous change and it is very uh, it's very unsettling because we all have days where just i just can't take this anymore it's just ridiculous i just want to go and live in a cave somewhere um so the first thing um which you've spoken about on um, your Facebook uh, account, is this idea of the courage that uh, where people are demonstrating um, by going against uh, the government COVID narrative, by going, pushing against things like uh, social distancing, by not wearing the mask, by things like teachers who are, who, are, who perhaps are, you know, they're at work, but they're saying, well, I'm not going to test children because I think it's wrong or I'm not going to enforce mask wearing. So it's important to remember for all of us who are going against all of that ideological uh, kind of coercion, if you like, it takes a lot of courage. And I've, I've had friends and family who aren't into any of this say to me, my God, and you're so brave back in March, oh, well, sorry, July, when the masks were first mandated in shops, and I couldn't do that. That's really brave, and I thought nothing of it. And then, you know, in terms of this conversation, um, you know, perhaps that, perhaps it does take bravery. You know, perhaps I, because I've been at this game a long time, I think we discount, uh, you know, what courage it takes to go against societal norms. What, how, how do you, what's your take on that? Definitely. Yeah, I was having this conversation with my husband the other day because he's very fierce and he knows his own mind, same as me. Um, and we were saying, you know, we forget how it, this is a big deal. You know, yeah, we can't huge. look at people and, and go, why are you wearing masks, you idiots? You know, it's like, yeah. actually, there are many people that are walking around, say, the supermarket wearing a mask. They would love to rip that thing off. They of believe course. what we believe. Yeah, it takes sure. time. And I believe that. And it's such. And when you live with that and you've always maybe had your own mind maybe you didn't follow the conventional road I certainly didn't in a lot of areas did mm. things all haphazard um, <laughs> you you don't you you take that for granted so it's good to just remember acknowledge to yourself mm. the truth of where you are the fact that you are a courageous human being mm. and just acknowledge that because I think that 
you know that's easily easily overlooked because it does take bravery yeah, yeah and there are some days sure. rather just just blend in you know but yeah yeah a lot. yeah <laughs> i mean and it's, moment, yeah it's, it's okay for some days if you feel like wearing was it called uh, a schnoo or something it's <laughs> oh i just you know on, on this occasion i'm going to tesco's or your preferred supermarket or whatever and today I'm just going to take it easy. It's OK. Don't be hard on yourself. Yeah. It's not like you've let yourself down or you let the truth community down because it is it is tough. And like you were saying, Marie, a lot of people that um, people, some people in the truth community would characterize as being the sheep or being asleep. It's not so much that they just it's almost like they don't have a, a framework or concept of what it looks like to go against the government. So example is when this COVID kicked off, I had all of people that I follow I went straight to their work because uh, I, I I kind of trust them and I knew they're all an authority on what is really happening the people in the mainstream they don't have that so anything online or you know they do see as crazy stuff as conspiracy and that's not necessarily because they're closed-minded or they're mm -hmm. stupid or they're sheep or it's just they don't have uh, some of it can just be you know trust in self or the confidence so I think, um, you know, it's important that we remember that uh, rather than labelling people, you know, who are wearing masks. Definitely. Yeah. And we don't know what their energy is. And it's about it. As far as I'm concerned, I think it's it's more helpful if you're in a good energy mm. and you're vibrating that and you're going around wearing a mask and you you know that the crap is happening. You're not buying into it and you happen to be wearing a mask because you just don't want to have that as an issue. That's mm. still a higher consciousness. So we can't assume and I've had to remind myself of this. We can't assume that people are of one mindset just because they're presented. Because sure. you can have people not wearing masks and then they're very closed minded and angry. Absolutely. You <laughs> yeah. know, so it's like there is no there is no right way. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Because I remember um, uh, a YouTuber called Magenta Pixie. It's got a big following. Um, she does channeling stuff. And she had a really interesting uh, discussion back in March and it was like they were saying well what's the shamanic kind of approach to this and it's like well you can still wear the mask and being empowered it's not like that means slavery yeah. that doesn't it's it's not quite it's quite and it's not quite as simple as that and I think sometimes I do fall into the trap of mm -hmm. you know these polarities and it's like it's either this or it's that and it's you can get dragged into that and but you have to remember like you were saying Marie everyone's situation is different as well isn't it so Yes, it's like a daily reminder. Sometimes I have to keep choosing, keep reminding myself, remember, remember not to plug into it, you know, all the time. So and it's where you can forgive yourself. We're human. We're in a system that is designed to do just that. Mm. So we've got to just try and practice coming out of it. Seeing yeah, it. sure. Mm. And something um, that you uh, mentioned back in a video on um, Facebook back in February was an experience that you and your husband had in a supermarket where you had a little bit of a confrontation and you and you mentioned something about how it might be helpful for us in those instances to to think of what it's like for that person I think it's the um, ancient uh, American saying indigenous American of to walk a mile in someone's moccasins or you have to walk a mile in someone's moccasins before you understand their perspective so I wonder if you could just talk about that experience with your husband yeah so we were in a super Sainsbury supermarket or something and we were just queuing up to get our uh, pay for our food and there was a couple in front of us and they yeah. had their masks on and they turned around and they they just kept glaring at us and we didn't realize it was because, the, you know, the dividers on the floor where you're supposed to stand. And yeah. we had definitely given them, and it was quite a big divider. We'd given yeah. them loads of space, but we weren't standing exactly on, 
on the line it seemed to really trigger them and we were literally like the line was there we might have stood just a little bit over it we were really hovering on it and they and I believed at the time it wasn't really that it was really more to do with the fact that we were maskless in yeah. the supermarket and it, that was the trigger and yeah. I remember just thinking I was aware of that and then they started to get quite annoyed we said okay we're you know we're standing here and then he, I think one of the, the guy of the couple muttered saying that's how you spread it that's how this is spread and that really opened my eyes thinking ah oh, no he's where's that coming from that's coming mm. from media tv news all sure. the things he's followed of course he thinks that yeah. of course, and he's looking at us in fear thinking sure. you are the cause of this whole entire lockdown people like you mm. and it just sort of it was a good experience in the end when I'd calmed down <laughs> afterwards <laughs> but I got triggered you know and I had to breathe it out and it was a great reminder of you know if you if you put yourself into their shoes not to say you've got to put up with you've got to hold your boundary sometimes you've got to sure. stay strong and face people off sometimes yeah it's not it's not necessarily about being yeah. uh, passive it's about exactly. you can still be strong and empowered yeah. but be respectful exactly so we were respectful exactly and then when I came away I thought well I could hold on to this anger all afternoon because I've been sure. massively triggered but as soon as I, I sort of stepped into their shoes and just understood it was not personal it was not about me or my husband they don't even know us we've never no. seen them before. Sure. it yeah. was just about what it represented and the minute you step into that that's you breaking out of what they want to happen right divide mm. and conquer mm. you know so it's just about that and that just calmed me down and I realized that's just such a helpful kind of obvious but not so obvious in the moment sometimes perspective mm. as to how to just step into their shoes and understand and don't make this into a personal war with people yeah because did we go around supermarkets a year ago fighting with people no no, no. did we go anywhere we just half the time in london anyway we just ignore each other yeah <laughs> so at least yeah. have a bit more connection <laughs> yeah that's true yeah that that's that is yeah. the yeah thanks for that because there is a danger yeah. that we fall into this tribalism like you were saying of the mask wearers and the non-mask wearers because in the midst of all of this we need to have compassion for others and I don't mean that in like a, a woo-woo disempowering yeah. way because as you're saying the system at all turns it's all about divide and rule get us emotionally attached it's like with Megan and Harry you know you're either you're, you're either with the Megan and Harry side or yeah. you you favor the royal so everything it's always about the polarity and and we can fall into that and I know it's difficult because I think for the likes of us and a lot of the audience who've researched so many different subjects, I mean, I've been down many conspiracy rabbit holes for about 15, 16 years. And at one point I got so far deep, I kind of blocked out the sun so that you don't, that's a trick not to go that too far down. But when you have a conception yeah, of how the world works, I think you have, you have an understanding of the brevity or the seriousness of the situation that we're in. And we are, we're in a war, it's a war on consciousness. Yep. It's a spiritual war. So some days you have days, it's like, oh, I just can't take this. So you do go out and you see the mask wearers, you see the mask wearers just walking down your local, you know, high street, not even in shops wearing it or people driving it. And it does trigger you because you're, because you're thinking, don't they realize what's going on? You know, the undercurrent to that. And they don't. And, that, and that's not their fault, but we have to own our annoyance as well, because we do realise the, you know, the actual severity of the situation. What's your sort of take on that? Yeah, one of the, that's exactly right. And just to say, is, is even though I'm talking about this, you know, 
I still get triggered myself. I'm not saying, oh, I never get triggered at all as well. It's like, no, I'm fully in the 3D world and feeling it. But one of the other things that really helped me, not in a condescending way, but to look at people as it, this is an intelligence. So a lot of people are thinking, oh, they're stupid. They don't, they haven't researched or they haven't understood because they're stupid and they don't have the brains to do it. But actually it's a consciousness thing. So I was talking about this the other day, it, intelligence and consciousness are nothing to do with each other. No, I have exactly. lots of friends who are really intelligent, degrees coming out of the sky, and but their consciousness is such that they don't see what we would see. So sure. when I look at that, I just remind myself, it's just, it's just a consciousness, it's just a frequency. It's almost like um, an age, like you wouldn't get mad at a five-year-old for not understanding... <laughs> what a 15 year old's homework is sure, you yeah. would just say oh they're five they don't get it they'll yeah. get it later on and that and I don't mean that in a looking down at people in a condescending way I just no, mean to no. understand use that approach because that one's helped me a lot when I, as soon as I because I have those days where I think oh my god like nobody didn't wear a mask today on that <laughs> one visit and then it just does my head in and then I say okay no one don't know who who's believing what and then if I do know someone's views I'll just look at it on Facebook, for example, or scroll through, see some triggering things mm. and then just remind myself, right, they're highly intelligent. They've probably even researched as far as they are concerned. They probably mm. they might have spent three hours reading stuff, yet mm. they've come to that conclusion. It's just they're not ready and able to see it. Mm. And that that then kind of opens up a bit more compassion. And just and you're just again, you're kind of taking out the personal mm. thing about it. Right. And it's not about them being a good enough person and you being better than them or any of that because mm. you can get very ego based with this a lot of mm. awakening truth communities i've seen um that's where we're starting to go into like elitism spiritual yeah yeah it's and it's like oh this is just another version yeah we're not the truth we're not just the truth as we're the divine truth as well yes so. yeah like you're a truth that, that doesn't see the real thing and no. you're the truth see this it's like no division 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 mm. so yeah it's just like keeping an eye on that and that's what helps me just looking at it, it's like they it's almost like they're younger mm. they they're just not aware of it in that way mm. they're seeing yeah. it from a and, and that's an interesting point you make because all of this is being imposed by politicians and bureaucrats who on the one hand the likes of balance chris witty van tam all these people they 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 have you know qualifications they're highly intelligent people but their level of consciousness is yeah. is low one would argue <laughs> or the level of awareness but they are obviously intelligent people within their field yes exactly. so it's not as you say it's, it's not confusing. about intelligence yeah 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 because yeah, exactly. you're looking at someone going but they're an expert mm. and they've got all these awards yeah. so i must follow them and it's like versus that one on youtube who's yeah. <laughs> just aware of things yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's just kind of making that distinction i mean that's something else we need to be aware of when uh, i don't attempt to wake people up but that that the, the impulse is still there within all of us because we feel like there's a crime going on uh, and we want to stop that crime and make people aware of it it is it is it can be helpful to to remember that that it's about consciousness rather than intelligence rather than just presenting people look at this information yeah. i've sent you these links do, do you get it yeah it's like well who are these sources and i understand that you you send you know someone like a you send them a david ike or a max egan or, or whoever you follow yeah. uh, and they go well what gives them the right to say this they're not a medic do you know what i mean so yeah. and then you, and then you just get into kind of to and frozen arguments that are pointless so i would say it's it's not so much about um, trying to wake people up, but if people do come to you with questions and queries, then of course you can direct them towards sources of information that are different from the mainstream. But 
it, it can be difficult with family members because on a very human level you want to protect them if it comes to like the fake vaccine you you know you, you really don't want them to harm themselves and that's where it's difficult to detached because you have to respect their decision as well don't you so definitely yeah and that's the thing that I've been battling with as well and I've I and I did go through that period of here's the information here's the information you know but then I was like okay I, I see it now I see the bigger picture so now I've got I've got sort of a personal rule where I'm no longer maybe we've moved I think collectively we're feeling this we're, we've kind of moved out of that wake up piece now yeah it's like everybody's sort of where they are for now mm. there might be some movement but now it's where do we go and, mm. I, and I have a rule now of like I'm not going to bring it up I'm not no, I'm not no. here to enforce it or inflict no. my view on someone else sure. but if somebody asks me I'll yeah. absolutely <laughs> full, yeah, yeah. Full, sure. fully share what I feel yeah yeah sure yeah so I wonder if uh, in the third point in terms of coping during this war on consciousness or spiritual war uh, something again you mentioned in a recent video which I thought was interesting and it's this idea of holding the vision of a better future uh, and um you know not being swamped by all the darkness out there and, and for me my main pressure point is the thought of children being vaccinated i see information pertaining to that and that just triggers me and then i i can't hold this idea that things are going to shift in a better direction so yeah i wonder if you could just explain what you mean by holding this uh, vision of a better future and you could think of it in terms of timelines and things like that yeah so. Totally. Yeah. So the way I see it is that if we, I suppose you've got to have a few beliefs for this to sort of make sense. But if you go on the belief that this, what we're doing is, was meant to happen. We are meant to be going through this great awakening. So the planet is ascending yeah. and we're on the journey with it. So if we know that's happening, what it means is that it's an inevitable thing that it's going to happen yeah. one way or another, how we get there many different ways, but it's mm -hmm. going to happen. So when you kind of sort of unplug from all the stories and the day-to-day -day and the, the kind of fear-based stuff yeah. and actually keep your mind and this is what I do literally as a daily practice is keep my mind on like where are we going like yeah. where is the journey we're going over here so over here what does that mean it means we're going to as a result of the structures have crumbled we're coming out of this we're rebuilding into mm. a much much better way of living like every, all of our systems have to be redone right Mm. of course they do so when we kind of have, have the vision of well, what would that look like god i'd love to live in a world where you know music and entertainment is just music and entertainment yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's all it is There's nothing more sinister you yeah. know we've got um we follow the right sorts of people who are doing good for the world you know we've got mm. abundance we've got better banking systems monetary mm. system real health care real mm. health care proper nourishing food and all of these things and kind of holding the vision of where we're going and mm. not getting sucked into but how but how but how and it doesn't look good because that's where it's going to get really dark and depressing mm. for a lot of us and it is a timeline so the way i see it is the kind of 3d to 5d you know 3d is where we kind of the world is now we're going to the 5d the timelines are there so i see like there's multiple timelines there's lots of timelines that exist we individually have to just choose which track we're on mm. so we don't need to be concerned about like a lot of people are going let's we need to get everybody on this track and if we don't get everybody we're all doomed no some people are not going to come on this track mm. but all we've got to do individually is go well which timeline are we choosing in this moment and mm. they can change they can change around we want to practice being on the higher timeline which is yeah, we can get scared sometimes. We can fall for it sometimes. I have days where I think, oh my God. And then I remember, oh, no, <laughs> to go onto this timeline. Remember, this is where I'm, this is where I am. And just kind of focusing from there. And it's mm. a practice. 
you know mm. so for some people listening to this they'll they'll totally get that they'll be doing this already that's mm. probably how they live other people will wonder well how the hell do I do that but it's just it's just in any moment all it is and I think the easiest way to do that is to check in how am I feeling right now as a result of what I'm doing thinking or focusing on mm. so if you're scroll- scrolling through Facebook reading all the BBC articles how are you feeling right? <laughs> angry <laughs> frustrated I feel angry I want to kill someone I'm frustrated <laughs> I feel like we're going to go to hell okay so how do you get out of there you've got to disconnect and Mm. then really it's plugging into something that just fuels you and Mm. it doesn't mean it's got to be like i'm so happy and life is wonderful because you know that might not happen right now for some people but it's just going what what can i how can i remind myself of what the truth is of Mm. what's good about humanity Mm. what our potential is what's inspiring what you know for me it could be just putting on a piece of music Mm. instantly it's like oh it's a yeah. different vibration recalibrate it doesn't have to yeah. Be complicated yeah it doesn't mm. have to be complicated but it's just being aware of which timeline are you on and sure. a lot of the times we could be traveling down the one we don't want to go yeah it's just kind of holding that bigger vision yeah so what you're calling yeah. talking about is the fourth point you covered in your video which of course is about taking care of your our emotions the importance yeah. of that is so it's so critical because I've I'm a kind of archetypal Gemini in the um, mercurial mind constantly in the brain it's more information more information it's so easy to forget to just um, go and walk like you say listen to music it's just a, constantly that information and and then of course you know we feel overwhelmed and then we, our physical health is is damaged so yeah now more than ever it's all about it's the importance of managing our emotions isn't it definitely yeah and the emotions are are in the body so if you're someone and I was exactly like the way you describe I was very much neck up I always say I was living from the neck up very in our heads that's how we're taught we're taught that at school a lot of people are living like that we're all in our heads all this information we're analyzing so what we've got to do is actually just practice again practice um how do we just step out of that come back into our bodies when we come back into our bodies though that's where we might feel the emotions and be aware of how we actually feel and when that's not pleasant what we often do is go oh don't like it let's go back up in the head Mm. it's safer there and so that's understandable it's not about forcing yourself but I think gentle daily practices can just ease you into that Mm. so where I started years ago was just meditation just gentle Mm. you know we don't have to make a big deal about meditation we can just close your eyes and breathe count your breaths three breaths in three breaths out multiple times in the day sure works a treat um lots of different ways of just really coming back to your emotions and and honoring the fact that if you're having a day where you're angry or you're sad or you're scared or you do go into anxiety or fear or whatever it's just it's a bit like we would with a puppy or a child we'd stroke it and say it's okay it's okay yeah sure yeah we forget to do that to ourselves don't we (laughs) Yeah. we don't do it for ourselves so just you mm. know again I'm again I'm doing that more I've stepped that up for myself again more because I'm just aware that my, my emotions go high and low through this process mm. it's very hard to just stay on an mm. even keel so it's like what do you need a bath do you need an early night do you need to get off Facebook yeah. Um, yeah. you need to just watch mm. something that's got like I had a period of documentaries watching nothing but ra- rabbit hole it's like when was the last time I watched something just yeah a pleasure just yeah, yeah sure make me laugh silly cat dog videos whatever yeah, yeah. So really, yeah I think that would be like the most important thing mm. because I the way I see it's like this is a long-term thing it's not going to kind of yeah. go away in the next month yes that's true long term so we've got to like as warriors I think I said this in my Facebook you know where I mm. talked about being warriors and how do warriors uh look after themselves they don't go into battle mm. as in 
neglect themselves stay up late don't no. eat don't drink properly sure. they nourish themselves so that's that's mm. the most powerful thing i think we can do right now yeah and just lastly on this point about managing emotions is simply recognizing that you know we can't personally change the world although yeah. about 10 years ago i still thought that we could <laughs> going down all these <laughs> rabbit holes yeah. Um, and is recognizing that all we can really affect is our immediate world outside of ourselves, our friends, our loved ones, our acquaintances. And when you see all of this, sometimes, you know, we see it in terms of this thing that's happening. We see it as evil, like the rollout of, uh, of an untested vaccine that isn't. We can lose sight of that, lose sight of the importance of our own, our own world and the, the um, effect we can have on that just by, by being loving and and forgiving because at the end of the day as I alluded I spoke to about I personally can't stop children in this country being vaccinated as horrific as the fall of it is I suspect for everyone watching and for both of us what can we individually do unless we work in a teaching profession or we choose to to do a lot of campaigning like you know the lots of Mark Devlin who does a great job campaigning he's a you know he's he has such enthusiasm for that but then everyone has a kind of different role to take don't they definitely and I think sometimes I've had those days where I've thought I wish I had like a, a following of five million and I could you know like make you know I'd be happy with you know, 500 yeah, you know like we all think that we think oh if only yeah. I worked in the hospital or somewhere or yeah. somewhere I could have influence yes and that's true but we've mm. got to trust as well that there are people we're all in this together remember and yeah. a lot of us are here to help this process so we've got people in all the corners of the world in yeah. all industries they are doing what they need to do there's a lot happening that we don't see mm. and then what we forget as well is that if we take care of our individual selves we are helping so Absolutely. if you are somebody who's in a higher as high vibration as you can get you've nourished your body you've taken good care of yourselves you're awake you're aware you're doing what you can each day to just navigate yourself don't underestimate the power that that has because your energy field ripples out into your town into mm. onto your street into your town that has a as a ripple effect into the world so it sounds a bit cheesy and cliche sometimes when we say it but we really do matter we really really mm. the power of that i think we don't even know quite yet Mm. the full power of that it's like you living and breathing being you in your space is mm. so powerful so we're shining like lights out of our bodies with our frequency so the fact that you're here and you're awake and you see through this bullshit mm. you know that's mm. a huge huge help to the planet because there are millions of us around the world mm. so so never think that you're just who are you you're insignificant you are so needed every mm. single person no matter what job you work in even if you don't work if you're at home if you're out and about whatever you're doing you are so incredibly powerful and mm. and, and we're all like little lights in different Absolutely. parts of the world and we are making a difference you more than you can see mm. it's such powerful thing so that's a good thing to remember you are significant in mm. all of it. it doesn't matter if you're not a politician or a no exactly whatever you it's, are a, it. it's a message always well worth repeating as i said in yeah. one of my recent videos on discerning consciousness um you know if you're someone that's thinking of putting stuff out there videos like i do a covid video diary uh, a blog it doesn't matter just get it out there and, and, and do it it's not about having an audience and if people right. You know, I know I was always reticent because people can be quite nasty. It's like, well, who cares? That's their issue yeah, at the end at the end of the day. Right. This is a time when we all need to be putting our stuff out there to add to the collective of, of this energy of awakening, Definitely. like you say. 
Yeah. And even yeah. if you put your stuff out there and one person, one human yeah, being, exactly. read it, listen to exactly. it, well then one human being and then exactly. that person someone else and you it will be much more than one person so sure. this is the time and i'm seeing this a lot of uh, people that i'm connected with people are rising up where we're speaking mm. out where we're just not caring as much as we did before it's like we are and it is courage again but it's it's mm. also something bigger isn't it it's moving us to mm. to speak up and connect and and i the way i see it is we are more connected now than before mm. absolutely much more yeah so i love that yeah, it's always good to, as we round things up here, to end more on a positive note. Uh, I was just wondering, for the benefit of the audience, could you share more about uh, the Awake Revolution and how people might become involved? Yeah, it's, uh, well, it's uh, the name of my business, and it's also, as far as I'm concerned, like a movement now. It's like a, mm. what we're doing in the world. So it's really just, it's more about your inner revolution. So mm. this is what I do. And, I, and my main focus is really, is, is kind of what we spoke about, is helping people how to change how they think, how they mm. feel what action they take and looking at how to deliberately create the life that you want because as we're unplugging from this we are now getting to create this brand new earth and also our individual lives like mm. never before so that's what I'm focused on so I've got a free Facebook group um so I kind of hang out on Facebook mainly so just search in the awake revolution mm. uh on you can find my Facebook page on there the awake revolution soul team is my private group where i do kind of live streams and videos and coaching and things in there so that's probably the best place to connect also on telegram because i know not everybody's on on good old facebook now right. um so i did set up a, um, a channel on telegram for anyone that wants to connect there it's just the awake revolution you can find me on there but yeah. those are the main yeah okay. oh, on my website as well again it's okay all yep so if you if you share those links to me on facebook okay then i can share them on this on this video so. great yeah great thank you for that so do you have any just closing thoughts for our audience in terms of navigating the world during this crazy okay. time that we're at we're at war with these uh dark forces <laughs> yeah we are at war and this is what i believe fully to the core of my being is that if you're here and you're watching this and you're awake and you're aware there is no accident you mm. came here with an absolute purpose and a mission to help this process because mm. we couldn't do this process without human beings who are awake no. so no. even if you're sitting there in your pajamas <laughs> feeling very insignificant mm. i just want to remind you that you were absolutely very much valued and needed and maybe later in another place you'll understand that more mm. so never never lose sight of that and just know that this is there's there's a real purpose behind everything we're doing right now mm. we're having a lot of help on the ground and above and around mm. so we are doing this we are going to do this there's a hundred percent are we doing it it's just it might be messy it might be difficult but breathe one step at a time mm. and there's nothing that we can't handle together because that's mm. why it's happening and percent believe that I always take this kind of teaching from the book, The Celestine Prophecy, the idea of the longer now in a generation's time, 10, 15, 20 years time, what we're going through now will will make so much more sense. Uh, yes. Kind of like the blinders, the blinkers will come off. It's like, oh, oh, right. I get it now. Yeah. So. Later on, you will all go, oh, wow, I was a part of this. Yeah. Wow. You know, and it's like, well, why don't you kind of not not saying enjoy, you know, like this is amazing. It's like maybe you can find bits to enjoy about the process now, because actually this is such a powerful thing. I am really glad to be here on this process. Like, wouldn't you rather be living it than just read it in a textbook? Mm. That's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it They're is. Very it, who chose to come into this. It is. That's it is. It is. The, it is a great privilege. And I'll just finish on this point. It's a great privilege. But the other thing at the turning of a. a, a 
an age or the dawning of a new age or the transition into the new age, however you want to describe it, there is like this sort of element of sacrifice as well, where some souls might have come here to sacrifice as well. So there's like, there's all of these layers, isn't there, going yeah. on? And I'm not using that as a justification for yeah. the evil things that are going on, but we need to be aware of that. That's the kind of the depth of what's going on, isn't it, really? Everyone's yeah. on their journey. We don't know. So we mm. don't need to have that responsibility on our shoulders of everybody's lives. Like mm. they're on their path. They know their souls know exactly what they're doing, even mm. if their decisions don't make sense to us. Mm. <laughs> absolutely yeah well so thank you very much marie for joining me today uh it's thank been you. a really really interesting discussion and we'll have to have another discussion on discerning consciousness sometime because there's uh, always so much to talk about so thank you very much for now thank you marie